My name is Rick Renner, and today I'm standing inside the Peter and Paul Cathedral in St. Petersburg. The foundations for this cathedral were first laid in place in 1712, and this cathedral was designed to be the burial place for all the Romanov dynasty, beginning from the time of Peter the Great, and they've all been buried here until the present, except for two, and they are buried in Moscow. But behind me are the amazing graves of Peter the Great and his wife, Peter the Third, and his wife, who became the legendary Catherine the Great. They're here, many others are here in this remarkable cathedral. I first came to this cathedral in 1992 and said I would never come back. It was so dark, so dreary, it was abandoned. The Soviet regime did not celebrate their imperial history. And so they just kind of left it alone like it was a place over there. But today it's very celebrated. People come here because this cathedral is filled with history that should never be forgotten. It makes me think of so many scriptures where we are told to call to remembrance the things that God has done for us. My guess is that God has done some pretty notable things in your life that you have forgotten. You didn't mean to forget, just time passed. Other things have happened. You've kind of forgot some important things God did for you, but you need to remember what God has done for you. We are commanded in Scripture to never forget the works of the Lord. And when you remember all the historical mighty things God has done for you, it gives you a platform to believe God's going to be faithful for you again in your future. And that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner. And my friend, I've been waiting for you. And thank you for letting me come right to where you are. And this week I'm teaching a brand new series called Never Forget. You should never forget the wonderful things that God has done for you and the things that God has said to you and promised personally to you. And that's what I'm going to be talking to you about today. You need to never, never forget. If you're afraid of your future right now, it's just a faulty memory. If you turn around and look at your past, you'll realize what you've been through was much worse than what you're facing right now. And if you can get through that, you can get beyond what you're facing right now. You're just forgetting. And there are some things you should never forget. And you need to order this series because it will really encourage you. And it comes with a study guide. And because it is the end of the year, I'm offering you two more series. One is called Decisions. The subtitle says, Are You Going to Follow Through this time, and my friends, you can really follow through on your New Year's resolutions. And there's another series called Starting the New Year Strong. It will just walk you into the new year and help you start the new year strong. And you can order all of these by going to renner.org or by giving us a call right now. And remember that this week, we're offering you our autobiography at a very special price on our ministry website store called Unlikely. 
our faith-filled journey to the ends of the earth. Have you ordered yours yet? You ought to order two because this is one you're definitely going to want to share with somebody else. And it's not just a story. It is filled with teaching from the first to the last page that will just thrill you and just mm, cause your faith to be stronger to believe you can begin your own unlikely journey. And I want you to remember that when you become a partner with our ministry, and by the way, a partner is anyone who financially, regularly supports our ministry. And maybe you've been thinking about it for a long time, and here we are at the end of the year, about to start a new year. What a good time to make a decision, to make a difference in someone else's life. It's not about money. It's not about TV. It's about reaching into someone's world to bring them the answers they need from the Word of God. Proverbs 10, 21 says, The lips of the righteous feed many. I know that's my job, but I can only do it because of partners who put financial fuel in the tank to help us do it. And when you give to our ministry as a partner, we will welcome you to our partner family by sending you my book called Life in the Combat Zone and Denise's book called The Gift of forgiveness. And please remember that if you need prayer, we're waiting for your phone call or for your email to show up in our inbox. And the moment we hear from you, we're going to begin to really pray for you. But reach for your Bible. And today we're going to return to 2 Timothy chapter 1. But listen to this. Psalm 77 11 says, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. Notice it says, I will. It means you've got to be intentional. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will. I'm going to make myself do it. I will remember the works of the Lord. Then in Psalm 143, verse 5, the Bible says, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all thy works. I muse on the works of of thy hands. When you remember what God has done for you in the past, it really bolsters your faith to face what you're facing right now. There's so much power in remembering, and that's what I want us to see again today in 2 Timothy, beginning in chapter 1, verse 5, where Paul writes, When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, he's writing to Timothy which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded that it's in thee also. Then he says in verse 6, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Verse 7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And when Paul wrote these verses to Timothy, Timothy was in a bad place and he was fearing his future. So Paul reminds him of a few things. Let's go back to verse 5. Paul says, When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that it is in thee also. And I've told you that this word unfeigned, a very important Greek word, describes something that is authentic. Something that is genuine compared to that which is pretended, simulated, feigned, or false, or phony. One who is authentic, sincere, or trustworthy, not hypocritical. And the word here, feigned, was the very word used to describe hypocrites. And the word hypocrite was the word to describe a theater on the stage. And actors on the stage in the ancient world 
wore masks like these. They feigned a mask and pretended to be what they were not. It was phony. They were just actors on the stage acting out a part for others to see, but they were not authentic. They were feigned. They were phony. Now, Paul uses that very word to say to Timothy, Timothy, your faith is not a fake one. You're not a pretender. You're the real deal. You have an unfeigned faith in you which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. The word dwelt, the Greek word in oikeo, the word in means in. The word okeo is the Greek word for a house. But when you compound the two words together, in oikeo, here translated dwelt, means to dwell in a house, to take up residency, to settle into a home, to be at home, or to be a permanent indweller. It was the equivalent of saying faith was real in your grandmother. It was real in your mother. It lived in them. Faith took up residency in them. And he says, and I'm persuaded this same faith is at work in you as well. And then he tells him, in verse 6, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. But my friend, when you read this in the Greek text, it says it differently in a very important way. The Greek literally says, listen, I am reminding you of all these things. Now wait, surely Timothy remembered. Well, it seems he was forgetting. So Paul says, I'm reminding you of all these things, and the Greek could literally be interpreted. I'm reminding you of all these things that by remembering them, thou mightest stir up the gift of God that is in thee by the putting on of my hands. The words stir up is a very powerful Greek compound. The word ana, zupereo. The word ana means do it again, do it like you used to do it. The word zoo is from the Greek word zoon which describes life or enthusiasm or to be fervent about something. The third word is the word per, which is the Greek word for fire. But when you compound these three words together, it means to enthusiastically, fervently, passionately, vigorously, or zealously rekindle a flame until it burns brightly again. To stir a flame again, to stoke and rekindle the embers of a fire until it's once again burning brightly. And the very fact that Paul is using this word means Timothy's fire is on a low burn. The embers are about to go out. Now, Paul could have said, oh, how I wish there was someone that could pray for you and lay hands on you, but there was no one there. So Paul said, Timothy, I'm going to tell you how to stoke the coals in your own heart. You need to remember, this is the stoker that God has put in every person's hand. I can remember. You can remember. We can all put everything on pause and intentionally remember a few things. And Paul says, I'm reminding you of God's faithfulness to your grandmother and your mother, to your family. And I'm reminding you of all of these things that by you remembering you will stir up again the gift of God that is in you. And in the same way, you can use a poker to stir the embers and get the fire burning again. If you'll just put everything on pause and look at your past and remember all the impossible things you have faced. Wow. Sickness, financial problems, attacks of the enemy. 
And yet God has walked you through every one of them. And in the past, you didn't think you'd get through those things, but you got through them and here you are. And by the time you walk through all those delivering moments when God miraculously moved in your life and you replay them in your mind over and over and over, by the time you walk through all of those events into your present moment, what you're facing right now won't look so big after all because you will have stirred the flame in your heart to believe if God did it then, God will do it now everything's going to be all right. That is the power of remembering, and that's why we should never forget. And then Paul says in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The word spirit, the Greek word penuma, describes a spirit. My friends, fear is a spiritual force. You can feel it when it comes in the room. It affects you. Immediately you begin to worry. You're thrown into a state of panic. It is a spirit. And the Bible here calls it a spirit. And it must be resisted. And when a spirit of fear is working, it's called a spirit of fear. The word fear from the Greek word delos, which describes a gripping fear or dread that produces a shrinking back or cowardice. A dread that saps one's ability to look at a problem head on and causes him to retreat, to become timid, or to become a coward. Paul says, God did not give you something that would produce a dread in you. This is not from God. Instead, God has given you power, love, and a sound mind. And the word power is the Greek word dunamis. Ay, ay, ay. The word dunamis is power. It's the idea of explosive, superhuman power that comes with enormous energy and produces phenomenal, extraordinary, and unparalleled results. And it is the very word which was used to describe a force of nature like a tornado or a hurricane or an earthquake. And it was the very word which was used by the Roman army to describe the full might of an advancing army. And Paul says, God has given you the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost will turn you into a supernatural force of nature. He'll turn you into a spiritual hurricane, a tornado, so much power that you can shake things up. He will release in you the power to drive back that spirit of fear. And he goes on to say, and love and a sound mind. Let's focus on those words, sound mind. What does that mean? Well, it is the Greek word, sophroneo. It's a compound of two words. The first word is sozo. You've probably heard that word. It means to be saved or to be healed or to be delivered. The second word is friend. The word friend is the word for your brain or intelligence. But when you compound the two words together, it forms the word sophroneo, which means to be of a sound mind, to be reasonable, to be balanced and level-headed in the way that one thinks, to think rationally, but because the second part of the word is the word friend, which describes the intelligence, and the first part of the word is sozo, which means to be saved. I say it pictures a delivered head or saved brains. God has given you saved brains. He delivered your head, and your head is not to be taken with dread about the future or the present. God wants you to think rationally, but when you're irrational, that is a sign that a spirit of fear is at work. But wait, let me show you another important verse about remembering. In 1 Timothy Chapter 1, verse 18, Paul was also writing to Timothy, and he said, This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, listen, according 
to the prophecies which went before on thee, that by them thou mightest war a good warfare. We need to remember the words that God has spoken to us. That is what he is saying. I give you this charge according to the prophecies. This word prophecy is a Greek word which describes God speaking in advance, God foretelling the mind of God being revealed to a person or even to an entire congregation. And Paul now says to Timothy, Timothy, God has spoken to you. He's spoken to you about your future. He's told you how he's going to use you. You need to remember the prophecies that have been spoken to you. In fact, he says, which went before on thee, went before, describes something preceding an event. God foretold you what he wants to do with your life. And the word on is a translation of the Greek word epi, which means up on, like it's a word from God that fell on you. It was like God said, tag, you're it. This is my word for you. And Paul says, never forget, Timothy, what God said to you. You're forgetting. And he says, when you remember by those prophecies, you'll be able to wage a good warfare. But when you read this in the Greek, it's very interesting. It says that thou by them mightest war wage a good warfare. The word that in Greek is the word henna. It's what I call a purpose word. Paul says, here's the purpose of the prophecies. Here's the purpose. If you grab hold of them, that by them. And guess what? The Greek actually says in them. When God speaks a word to you, You've got to locate yourself in that word until finally you begin to soak it up. You begin to saturate that word. And Paul here is telling Timothy, don't forget what God has said to you and promised to you. You need to be in those words, surrounded by those words, soaking up those words until those words are in you. Why? That by them thou mightest wage a good warfare. Mightest war a good warfare. The word war, guess what? Mm. The Greek word stratiomai, which means a strategic act of warfare, which means when God has given you direction, you're able to strategically carry out warfare if it's needed. It means a line of attack, what methods to use, including the approach that one charts in advance to conduct a well-thought-out Assault. When God has spoken to you and given you a promise or a prophecy, it gives you the ability to chart out your future. That's why God speaks to us in advance. These are prophecies that go before us. They give us direction. They tell us what God wants to do in our life. And the Apostle Paul says to Timothy, 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 don't forget the prophecies which went before on thee. They fell on you. God said, tag, you're it. This is my plan for your life. That, here's why he gave them that by them, thou mightest war strategically a good warfare. Well, if you can fight a good warfare, it means you can fight a bad warfare. If you forget what God has said to you, your warfare might be pretty sad. But if you remember and fight according to what God has said to you, you can wage a good warfare. And that word good is the Greek word kalos, which describes something that is good or useful, something that is superior, exceptional, of the highest quality, outstanding, suitable, or superb. When you have a word from God, it puts you 
in a superior position. That's really what this means. In fact, it enables you to fight a good warfare from the Greek word strategia. The word strategia is where we get the word for strategy. It describes a campaign, a military expedition, a warfare strategically carried out. And again, it is where we get the word for a strategy. I know in my own life, God has spoken to me and has told me very important things. Those words have given me direction. It has helped me to form a strategy for what actions I'm to take, what I'm supposed to do, and sometimes what I'm not supposed to do. When God speaks to you, it gives you direction for your life and enables you to chart your future. This TV program is a result of God speaking to me. And when God spoke to me, it gave me direction. I was able to chart what we were to do and what I was to say no to. To do this, I had to say no to some other things. But when God speaks to you and those prophecies go before you, foretelling what God wants to do through you, suddenly it gives you direction for your life. God wants to speak to you. But think about Timothy. Here he was in a really bad situation, looking at all the terrible events happening to him because of persecution, which was raging in Ephesus. And he's tempted to think that his future is going to be aborted. And Paul says, Timothy, 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 I knew your mother. I knew your grandmother. They had a real living faith. And that same real authentic faith is in you. And God did not give you this spirit of fear that's causing you to dread circumstances and dread the future. God's given you power. God's given you love. God's given you a sound mind, saved brains, a delivered head. And not only that, God gave you a promise. He gave you a prophecy and you need to hold on to it and fight according to the prophecies that were spoken over you. And if you'll hold on to them and chart your life by them, you'll be able to wage a good warfare. And so will you. I'll be back in just a moment and I'm going to pray for you. As you wrap up the year and begin to think about the next, it's time for you to pause and remember all the good that God has done for you in the past 12 months. If you're struggling with fear about your present or future, you're just forgetting all that you've already victoriously walked through in your past. And just as God was faithful to you then, He is faithful to you now. In this five-part series, Never Forget, Rick Renner will remind you of the power of never forgetting God's goodness to you in the past. God's goodness He is already showing you now. How to build markers to help you remember all that God has done for you. You'll be so thankful you took time to hear this powerful series that is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $10. And because it's the end of the year, we also want to offer you Rick's two series, Starting the New Year Strong and Decisions. You'll learn how to make the rock-solid decision to stick with your New Year's resolutions and to start the new year strong with no regrets. These can be yours starting at just $10 each, study guides included. We're also offering you Rick's autobiography, Unlikely, this true life story that is filled with teaching will encourage you to launch out to begin your own unlikely adventure of faith. This beautifully bound book can be yours for just $25. Don't miss this special offer. The series Never Forget, Decisions, and Starting the New Year Strong, and the autobiography Unlikely. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. The 
This is Rick Renner, and I'm here on the side of our new studio with Mr. Joel Renner. It is so good to be with you. Joel, it was exciting what happened here yesterday. It really is. They poured so much concrete. They poured this entire slab yesterday from morning to evening, and on this slab, Joel, we're going to begin constructing our new studio. In fact, the walls are going to go up in just a few weeks, and we're able to do it because of our giving team that's giving of their finances to help us do that. And right from this place, we're gonna produce teaching that people can trust and send it all over the world in the English language and the Russian language. And it's just so exciting. And what's totally amazing to me, Joel, is that at the same time that we're doing this here, we are purchasing a new building in Tulsa. And Joel, just this morning, I was reading in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 11, where God promised, I'm going to give you houses that you didn't build that will be fully supplied when you get them. And the new building that we're getting in Tulsa, it is fully furnished. It's amazing. It is everything we would ever need. And we didn't have to lift a finger. We just have to walk in and take possession of it. And believe. And believe. We need to pay for it. And that's why we want to say thank you to you, Giving Team, because you really are making a difference. And here in Moscow and in Tulsa and around the world, our ministry is literally bursting at the seams. People reaching out to us, calling us, writing to us, asking us for materials. If you saw our office in Tulsa, you would be amazed because materials are lining the hallways. We're using metal containers on the back of the property because we don't have room for more materials in the building. We're literally bursting at the seams because God is giving increase. You know, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, one plants, another waters, but God is the one who gives the increase. And I want to say thank you for your planting, thank you for your giving, and thank you to God because God is ultimately the one who gives the increase. That if you're not already a part of our giving team, would you please pray about becoming part of the giving team to help us finish constructing this studio and purchasing the building in Tulsa? We'll be so thankful. And together as partners, we're going to reach people with teaching they can trust. It's amazing that right from where each of us are, we can make a difference in someone else's life. So thank you in advance for being a part of this wonderful ministry expansion project. This program has just flown by today, but tomorrow we're going to come back and learn how to build important memorials and monuments in our lives to help us never forget what God has done miraculously for us. It is so amazing what all God has done for us. And my friends, we should never forget. That's why I want you to order the brand new series called Never Forget. And right now we're also offering you several series because it's the end of the year and beginning of the new year. One is called Decisions. Are you going to follow through this time? How many times have you made New Year's resolutions that you didn't follow through on? Are you going to follow through this time? This series will help you start right and end right. So please order yours today. And there's another series that will really help you, which is called Starting the New Year Strong. Start the new year strong and end it strong. And this series will show you how to start right and end right. And right now we're also offering you our new autobiography called Unlikely, Our Faith-Filled Journey 
to the ends of the earth. Please order yours today. And I want to pray for you right now. And please remember that if you need prayer, we really want to pray for you. So let us know how to pray. But Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. You've given us plans. You've given us promises. Forget, forgive us when we forget. Oh, Lord, help us to grab hold of the promises and the prophecies that you've spoken on our lives that by them we can wage a good warfare as you planned for us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, it's been so good today. I can hardly wait to get back tomorrow. It's going to be good. But until then, please remember Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there is power.